0: hello and welcome to the highly sensitive soul podcast my name is lisa matthews and together we'll explore both the gifts and the challenges of being highly sensitive so that you can bring your unique magic out into the world You're listening to episode two of the Highly Sensitive Soul podcast. Today is the first episode in a series all about easing overwhelm. This is going to entail day by day me bringing to you short and sweet episodes with a new tool, a new practice, or a new way of thinking about overwhelm. And as promised, this podcast is all about exploring both the gifts and the challenges of being highly sensitive. And especially since our world is often a little too loud, sometimes a lot, and a little too busy, we especially need to really build up great practices, great tools, and just great foundations for ourselves when it comes to easing overwhelm it's okay that overwhelm is a part of life. It's a part of a human life, not just someone who's highly sensitive. Though as we tend to be a little bit more prone to it, I think it does us a great deal of good to spend a little bit of time researching, learning, and just building up your knowledge in ways to ease overwhelm. So welcome to the first part of this Easing Overwhelm series. And over the next few days, you'll be seeing short episodes pop up. They'll be all around 10 to 15 minutes, give or take, and they'll give you a snapshot, a way of looking at easing overwhelm in life. I'm going to bring in the standard disclaimer that none of this is medical advice and To connect with someone, whether that be a trusted friend, a counselor, a doctor, if overwhelm has really featured highly in your life and you don't feel like you have a support person or supportive practices, I hope you can add these to your toolbox to expand your in case of overwhelm toolbox as I think of it. And as always, take what resonates, take what fits for you, and just leave the rest. So let's dive right into the first tool, and for those that have been following along with me for a while, you'll have heard about this one before, and it's because it is such a foundational practice, and I believe it is so, so important for highly sensitives, and honestly, any human, to bring in. This first tool is called transition time, and this is quite simply taking some pause time taking a few minutes, even a few moments, to allow yourself to catch up with yourself, to allow your brain to process what you just experienced, and also help you to kind of mentally switch gears to whatever's coming up next. So let me give you a few examples of transition time. And one of them is if you've ever been... Out in the world, you've had a busy day running errands where you've gone from the grocery store to the bank over to the tea shop. It's a regular stop in my life. And you get home and you're just feeling a little bit frazzled. That's probably a few things, but a great time to bring in transition time. So even rewind back to the start of that day between each errand. Allowing yourself just a few moments, sitting in the car, not doing anything, not trying to meditate, you're not trying to breathe a certain way, you're not trying to make anything happen, but just sitting in your car and hanging out. This is an opportunity to just be for a few moments, and maybe that includes listening to some chill music that you enjoy and just find really soothing. This could also look like just admiring the flowers or the trees if you are, say, parked on the side of the road, having some transition time or parked on the side of the street, rather. And it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be long. But remember back in the first episode when I talked about how much our nervous systems love pauses? And how little time they actually get to pause. So that's all we're doing. We're bringing in a chance for ourselves to process what's just happened. And as a highly sensitive person, we tend to need a little bit more downtime than the average person. You can bring in transition time at work as well. And I recognize that many of us are working from home right now so that can look like finishing say a zoom meeting with your colleagues and then having a few moments to just stare out the window it can be kept really simple or you can have a nice little transition time ritual if you like my longer transition times involve a cat and tea and usually a little bit of time just to hang just to be on a bigger scale Transition time has morphed into an entire day for me now. And oh my goodness, it has made such a huge shift. And when I bring in this transition time day, it's when I'm coming back from a trip. Now, again, in this day and age, not as many trips happening, though there may be a few that need to travel for particular reasons. And for myself, when I used to get back from say, a holiday or any time where I was away from home for a few days. I sometimes come home Sunday night and then Monday first thing with bags still unpacked and laundry overflowing, I just dive right back into the week. And I would wonder why it would seem to take me to that following Monday when I'd had a weekend in there, why it would seem to take so long to recover from a trip And once I started bringing in this transition day, I ended up realizing, oh, I just needed that time to land and to switch gears from being away to being back at home and to do the logistics, sort out food, get the laundry done, unpack, all of that. So allowing that transition time can really just be the pause our nervous systems need before diving into the next activity or the next task. It's also a great thing to bring in, if nothing else, at the end of your day. Whatever your day looks like right now, if that is staying at home with your kids and you are kind of on from when they wake up through to when they go to bed, that time to naturally decompress to transition into the evening, that is really important. And oftentimes we do this already, Though making an intentional act of it, instead of diving in and starting the cleanup or the dishes right away, just sitting and pausing for a few moments can just bring that little bit of spaciousness in that we need. If your day is on the computer all day long, if there's a lot of screen time involved in life or you're working on a, well, it's going to say a regular basis, but working on any kind of basis, having that break and that low stimulation time is fantastic for easing overwhelm. When I say low stimulation time, I mean it exactly like it sounds. That, on a practical level, looks like, for me, lying on a comfy surface, even lying on the ground, having something over my eyes so that I'm blocking the light, having the space be quiet if it's possible, or putting in some relaxing music that I enjoy, and in a nutshell, low stimulation is just really on a sensory level, dialing everything back. So, especially for those on the computer a lot, really important to have those breaks to give yourself that transition time. If daily life looks even different again, if you are on medical leave, if you are navigating a challenging illness, if you are like, well, this is all great, other people have other things to do, A, been there, it can be both a wonderful and challenging place to be, often on the challenging side. However, transition time can still come in here. And really, it's any activity in your day, from one to the next, taking that pause. Before meals is a great time. I actually call this the 10 and 2 practice. Taking 10 seconds before having a meal to just let yourself land, notice the support of the chair or the floor underneath you, wherever you're sitting, Hopefully, you're sitting to have a meal and not eating standing up, but I'll leave that for another day. Allowing yourself to arrive and on a nervous system level, this can help us shift into the rest and digest side of our nervous system or the parasympathetic side. So even taking 10 seconds before a meal, enjoying your meal, hopefully, and then taking two minutes after to just hang out. To just sit and enjoy what was hopefully a lovely meal. So you can think of the 10 and 2 as a little bit of a transition time practice as well. So I hope you've enjoyed our first tool of transition time in the Easing Overwhelm series. And stay tuned because you will see another episode coming very soon. Have a beautiful day and be well. Bye for now.